recording. Oh. Hello. To the surprise and shock of everyone involved. Welcome to D20 Downtime. I'm Kalena and I play Neltel. I'm your DM, Sean. I love how you pointed at me and then proceeded to introduce yourself. <laughs> I you gave you some buffer anything. time. You gave me no buffer time. I, I, had, to, I had to think of my human name. I'm Molly <laughs> and I play Cypress. She doesn't automatically know who she is and who she plays. So it takes you a whole minute it to has remember been two your human weeks. name? <laughs> I've had a very long I wasn't expecting you to go on the point. I said my line <laughs> to give you time to go. Jeez. To give me time to remember my given name. We're all friends here, and we love playing D&D together. <laughs> He's Sean totally not it. here from by gunpoint. <laughs> I've never been threatened to be Dungeon Master before. Hey, Kalana, come on. There's a real gun problem in America. It's a knife. <laughs> it's a knife point. Fair enough. <laughs> a knife. I would never have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you insinuate that I would have a gun. I would never Pulls threaten out somebody. Pulls out dual So to update about <laughs> audience and each other, um... Molly has caught up on the part of the game that she wasn't around for. Um, Fucking Niltel stole my whole thunder wave. <laughs> I, I reused Kalana's joke. Yeah. And I'm giving you royalties, you fuck. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna deal with that fact for a second. But, um, before that? Before that. Can I ask a question? Yeah. No. Is my fell sword magical? Um, we'll get to your fell sword later. I mean, probably. It does necrotic damage, so there's gotta be something on it. Either that or just a fuck ton of poison. I just can't use magic weapon on a weapon that's already magic. <laughs> it is already magic. No! Damn <laughs> what did magic weapon do? It gives me a plus one to attack and damage. Ah, I know. Sean, make it not magic. Well, no, I want it I'm to kidding. be. <laughs> it, uh, magic weapon makes up for if you don't have our plus one sword like you do right now. Oh, I forgot my sword was plus one. Yeah, because it achieves the same end. That way you don't necessarily need to remember to give your players a plus one sword, because the way 5e is balanced, it doesn't count on you having magic items the way some games do. I see. Which, you know, it's not a lot of games on that list, but (laughs) 5e didn't want to add to it. Um, anyways, so. My boy's gotten stronger, better, smarter. Wiser. Stronger, better, faster. And he's awake now. (laughs) Is he? He is. Says who? I do. I am God. (laughs) God says, wake up! God? (laughs) (laughs) If there's any indication that uh, it's been longer than a week since we've last played, it's the fact that we cannot get back on into the story right away. (laughs) (sighs) I resist any attempts to be on track forever, so that's not necessarily a good metric. You're the worst. I love you. Okay. Um, so, Niltel, I think that you just come home and you find Cypress there, I believe. Or th- that already happened. Yeah. The place that yeah, we sleep. You come back to the room and you find Cypress is awake. And then I'm like, hey, there was definitely a monster. By the way, here's this sword that definitely almost killed me. I'm going the fuck to bed now. Good night. I think we already did that part, actually. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And so after that, this is you waking up. I'm waking up. Right, so we're continuing downtime. Yes. All right. So I'm going to finish up my research. Okay. Um, Yeah. And you've got your, like, fell short sword and everything with you. Um... For research. Well, I also want to look that up. 
Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Oops. <laughs> so you spend 30 more gold on Scribe Street. Scribe's Alley. Nice. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Scribe Street. Scribe. Some bribes, uh, some effort, and some resources. Do you have more worthless journals now? Um, do I? Or do I have a more worthful journal? <laughs> um... A lot of basically what happens uh, is it's basically standard procedure for people like this to most of the time not sell you their books or not sell them to you for a fair price. But what they will let you do is they will some of the cost of what you're spending right now is on paper and ink as they let you spend some time with the book and copy sections that okay. you like. I see. Do that fucking scribe work that most of them, most of them, that's what they get paid for day to day is breaking their wrists, copying stuff. <laughs> right. You wouldn't download a book. Notarizing things for the <laughs> It would take a very and, long time. <laughs> yeah. Notarizing and keeping track of things for the merchants and the few nobles who even exist in this part of the world. Right. Um, so a couple of the books that they let you look at are... Um, one titled A Collection of Observations on the Art of Magic. Ooh. One titled Memoirs of a Ranger. <laughs> and uh, one called Lords and Lineages of the Frontier and the Borderlands. You sort of piece together that the region that you're in right now is considered the frontier and the borderlands is the nearby. I mean, I guess that could be helpful, but definitely the magic one, mm-hmm. I think. Is the ranger a fiction or a nonfiction? Uh, the ranger is memoirs, so... So, I see. The collection of observations on the art of magic is not the kind of book that you can learn magic from. Damn it. Uh, make me an intelligence <laughs> roll to see what you glean from it. It can't... It was a nat 20. All right, so... Um, essentially, you read through it, and... <sighs> while there is some curious stuff in there, basically stuff about... Uh, wounds in the wounds in magic itself, uh, which are bizarre, chaotic things, uh, which calls you back to your lessons in the Underdark about what magic is like in the tunnels versus what it's like on the surface. Uh, Drow taught you that magic in the Underdark is more dangerous than it is on the surface, mm-hmm. and that surges and bizarre twists to your spell effects can happen, especially to arcane spellcasters, because the nature of magic down in those tunnels is just different than the surface. And when you're reading this part, and it's this, this is not about magic generally. This is about, this is, it's called a collection of observations because it's about curious, weird things about magic. Hmm. And wounds of magic, what they are describing a wound in magic as is that it's an area where the weird stuff happens when you cast spells, and you're like, wait, so what is qualified in this book as a wounded magic is what the Underdark is everywhere all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, you also find out about dead magic zones, where if you're in a dead magic zone, magic literally cannot happen. Huh, Any kind fuck. of magic. Does it say where? Uh, it does not specify exact locations, but it does specify that there are actually spells that can create dead magic zones, temporary and permanent. Huh. Which is bizarre. Yeah, I'm glad that... I've never been in a spot like that. Yeah. You better knock on fucking wood this instant. <laughs> no, I don't have any. So you learn a couple of odd things about magic from the time that you spend with this book, but you right. don't own it. Damn it. But you do, but get, I do take notes. You get the most, impo- most important, most interesting parts of the book scribed out. So someone probably cast a weird spell on the dirt to make magic less potent there, right? 
Um, it's or like I doubt it. Oh no, but this is me. Table talk treatment. Yes, I doubt talk, it. It's probably just something you know to do with earth, water, fire, <laughs> air. Anyways. Anyways. Um. Yeah. Um. I go into detail with that, but basically, like memoirs of a ranger. It's got like a lot of illustrations of like animals, monsters of, and. Uh, for some reason, it has illustrations of his swords. It's like, oh, they're magical and beautiful. <laughs> Basically, he spent a long time He in spent this a long region. time drawing this sword. He spent a long time in this region ranging it and fighting monsters and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he died, and he said that the only thing that he regretted, because, uh, of course, you're skimming it, so you skipped to the end. Mm-hmm. At the end, the only thing he says that he regret is that he never got a chance to ride on a flying beast. <laughs> Oh, I guess I'm going to put that on Niltel's bucket list. Mm. <laughs> Ride a flying beast. And, yeah, lords and stuff is, it's very boring, but you do know that a lot of those families are dead. And it's just due to the nature of the region that stuff happens, monsters swoop through, nobles Oh, everyone die. dies all the time? Or they yeah. die from, some of the families are marked as dead by riot. Oh, good. <laughs> good, lovely. Mm-hmm. Love that. What a great time. Uh, so this is, that's some of the stuff that you pick up on your research. But then something something interesting happens. Yeah, you are got your nose buried in some book and like you are picking up interesting specific stuff. Yeah. But like you're just wishing that you had something more general. And that's when you hear <clears throat> behind you. I turn around. Uh, yeah, it's a, a short female that you recognize. It's Yen Mai. Oh, hello. What are you digging around for? Um, why do you want to know? I'm just curious. You're a drow, and I like to know things. <laughs> About drow, I guess. Fair enough. And Niltel is like, this what getting hit on is like. <laughs> um, the way she was looking at me. Is this? Is? <laughs> is this? I'm confused. Um, well, I'm just looking for any information on, you know, how things are on the surface. I found these really cool journals. <laughs> <laughs> are you, like, actually, like, canonically enraptured by these boring yeah. ass journals? <laughs> Canonically, Niltel was really into it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna suggest something. Uh, an exchange of information. Um, if you just just tell me just tell me lots of things about the Underdark and about the Drow, I will scribe that information. I will give you, I think, exactly what you need. Um, I think Niltel really does have to consider this because I. Um, you know, he's been told by Rohan and others that kind of people on the surface don't want to hear about how it is in the Underdark. Because mm-hmm. it's like, no, spooky. <laughs> you know? No, no. It's scary. So do you say yeah, anything about that? Yeah, it's scary. I guess that sounds good, but why? I'm curious. Knowledge is... Look, I'll, t- I'll tell you more tomorrow, okay? Let's not do this today. Just... Here. And she writes down, it's her address. <laughs> it's here. her phone number. <laughs> and wink, with the winky wink, face. XXX. <laughs> Come here early tomorrow and we'll spend the entire day 
I'm, we're going to need the whole day. Oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, okay. Sounds good. Good. Take a break. Get your nose out of these places. I've already, I've already bought up all of the most interesting books in this place. Cool. Well, then I guess I have to take a break. <laughs> take a break. <laughs> all right. All right. She turns the her her light all eyes leave. They stop blessing you with their presence. <laughs> what the actual fuck? I hate this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just teasing you too much. I know. All right, and uh, yeah, she takes her leave. Cool. Mm-hmm. She doesn't stand on ceremony. She takes all her leaves. Leaves. She does. <laughs> okay, Cypress, what are you doing right now? Okay, so Cypress woke up and he's like. Now that he's not mortally wounded and very tired and confused, he's like, wait a second. I'm actually very badass now. What is this? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? And so he, like, sits up and spends part of the day composing in a fury more ballads about the shit that he's been through. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And he's going to spend some days performing now. All right. Well, <sighs> you know, whatever career is. Mm-hmm. Trade. Whatever. Trade. He's like, wait, no. I'm very confused about this whole business, but that was so cool. <laughs> I understand that you have uh, upped your performing ability, so... Yes, I just put part of my expertise in that one. The other one's in perception, because the boy has to be good at something, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, hmm. I'm ready for me to try and roll this and for it to go badly. <laughs> Do we want to table talk our like level ups, like what specifically we got? Yeah. yeah. Not like what we get, but like who we are. Like what our you, paths you are. Classes and all. Yeah. You first. Go ahead. Okay, so in the level up, I only got to pick something fun for Rogue, because at first level I picked Trickery Domain for my Cleric subclass. But I did get second level spells, which is a lot, because there are like 20 of them, mm-hmm. and I have to pick through them every day. I got Mastermind Rogue subclass, which is from Volo's Guide. Or is that Xanathar's? Xanathar's. Um, what did it do? Um, basically, I'm very tricksy now. Well, yes, um, but like, what did it do? I get, I can mimic somebody's speech and accent, not like their voice, but I can pass myself off as like a native speaker of a language or, you know, of a, of a local. Um, mm-hmm. And I can also use help as a bonus action, which means Niltel's going to be Landing a lot more attacks. <laughs> you All did right. learn Draconic, and I kind of want to say, oh. I feel like you would probably learn Draconic better from one of the books that you pick up in your research than <laughs> That's from That's fair Cyprus. enough. Cyprus is probably and an I, teacher. I learned a second language, another language other than Draconic, but I haven't picked it yet. Okay. Um, can I just pick it when I meet somebody who can who speaks that fine? That know. is really metagamey. <laughs> yeah, Sean is very against metagaming. Um, like Square. I'm okay with a little bit of metagaming if it's like, oh, the way these rules in my roleplay converge is cool, but I'm not cool with metagaming that's like, I'm just going to pick the exact thing to slot into this exact solution. <laughs> fine, fine. You did suggest um, Dwarven. I mean, it's just the next so I, most commonly spoken language. I was going to say, I have a feeling that that's going to be useful, so... I, I feel like Sean would steer us in the right direction regarding these things. Would or wouldn't? Would. I'm looking pointedly at Sean. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I got some new languages. I definitely didn't learn it from Cyprus. <laughs> I tried to teach you. You tried, and I was like, I don't... How do you it's say like, that? It's like, okay, look, you just... And he just, like, spits out a bunch of guttural words, like a full, fully formed sentence without 
explain my vocabulary or something. Right. Structure <laughs> just like verbs. say this. <laughs> just like and see now you try it. And, and then I'm like, like what? <laughs> and then you do it slower. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Alright, so you're working. Um well, what did how? what did Cypress get? Oh, right. Um for my bard subclass I chose College of Lore. Which gives me expertise. My my boy needs more skills. <laughs> He's a skilled boy. And cutting words. Keen-eared listeners may note that I have completely, for the most part, fucking forgotten about the existence of bardic inspiration. But now <laughs> I can use it to debuff people and make them fuck up their attack rolls and their damage rolls. So now I think I'll remember it. You're going to inspire us so hard that they do bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I can do that three times a day. And my barbarian thing is... Aside from getting more hit points, which I am always about. You have almost twice the amount of hit points that I do. Yeah, you need to get good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a punch boy. Get better armor, at least. But anyways, my barbarian subclass is Ancestral Protectors, which were introduced in the last episode. And I was too excited about what was happening to actually realize that was <laughs> things were happening. That, that it, it was a subclass ability and not just a very cool narrative thing. Mm. I'm not very bright, but that's fine. <laughs> All of your all of your think juice is being used at school. It is. But like now whenever I rage, they happen and help me fuck up my enemies and like disadvantage my enemies and protect my allies. Okay, so uh, energized, in fact inspired to the point that you are performing unlike ever before, you're going to go out there and you're going to put your work out. And uh, what kind of work is like a ballad about what, your ancestry? Yeah, actually I think so. And just like it's, like, very flowery about, like, calling on the strength of your, like, ancestors in battle. And everyone's like, oh, it's a metaphor. And I'm like, <laughs> it's wicked not. <laughs> but I think it's... Does does Cypress pretend it's a metaphor to seem cool? Yeah, I mean, he absolutely <laughs> does. But he's, he wouldn't have been able to do that on purpose. So, roll me that performance check. Oh, I'm so ready for this to go badly. Yep, I rolled a 12. <laughs> Total? It could have been worse. It was six plus six. Okay. You have a modest lifestyle um, for the week, as that's the what's being supported. Uh, you're, at the very least, uh, able to, like, pay, you know, for the room and everything, but you're not making money. Uh, you're simply existing. And more importantly, you're sorting through your feelings. I, I think that what it comes down to is that uh, I think humans, especially in this region, where it's more on the frontier and you're not in like a traditional place that's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, there's less of an audience for the, oh, our ancestors type thing. Because these people are all kind of... Nomads. You're, they're not really part of any country, you know? Yeah, they're not really particularly allegianced to anything. I mean, he also throws in the accounts of us just being generally badass, but like... <laughs> not a lot of town pride. But let's see if anything interesting happens while you're out, though. Oh, good. Nothing special. <laughs> nope, it's pretty boring, and your music is bad. <laughs> no, your music is mediocre. <laughs> Thanks, Colleen. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's a work week down of your time. So I didn't make any money at all? Uh, no, but this would have supported your lifestyle if I'm not a bad person with the rules. But Colleen is not paying for the room. Why am I paying for the room? But I also just spent money on books that I didn't even. I don't know that. (laughs) 
okay, so here is the role play. You are coming back with money for the room, and Niltel is not. In fact, they're coming back with emptier pockets than ever before. <laughs> Cyprus is too nice to say anything. <laughs> All right, if you're sure. Ain't that true? All right, so what's the next thing that somebody does? Um, I'm going to carouse. Well, oh I, man, I'm also going to carouse. <laughs> maybe you, you carouse together. Carouse with me? I mean, we don't have the same social circles, but you can come with. I mean, I was just going to be like, here's some people that I bet who maybe appreciate my art a little bit <laughs> while I was performing, and we're going to carouse. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you on 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 the party day. There's. I asked if I could bring you, and they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. So it costs 10 gold to carouse in the lower class. It costs so much money. (laughs) I give you 10 gold. (laughs) We're talking about five days of goofing off. Uh, Yeah, and and it is going to be the lower class because I'm carousing with my my new buddies, Mm -hmm. my new criminal friends. Uh, So it's going to be 10 gold each if you're both carousing. Okay. Wait, we'll split the carousing between you and between my friends. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to... I guess the first crossing I would do is going to see Yen Mai, or do you want to wait until the end of... Well, you should probably get that out of your system before we carouse. Roll that, uh, roleplay that. Mm. Let's see here. Didn't she say tomorrow? What do you mean? Yeah, but this is like, this is like RPG time, where later just means whenever you happen to show up at their house. <laughs> <laughs> she did say tomorrow. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll put that as the first day of my crossing. Let's go. No, we can have... That day, and then you catch up to Sai, you both have seven days, and then yeah, you carouse together, together for five together. days. Oh, okay, so add that to my days. Okay, so this is what you do on your seventh day. You do, you go to a house, um, uh, and you inquire. It seems that uh, Mai has, uh, basically she has sort of a permanent apartment type room thing on the second floor. The second floor is all hers. Okay, neat. You <laughs> enter into a, it's a very wide room. It's pretty empty. She's extremely clean. Uh, there are her bookshelves, but, like, there's also books everywhere. You know, like, it's mostly the bookshelves exist for storing the books. Uh, <laughs> Funnily enough. That's <laughs> what they're for. Yep. Yeah, but it's more like, the bookshelves exist so that when she is done reading something and she is standing next to the bookshelf, she can put it down there, not on the floor. Everything else is organized, but the books are everywhere. Okay. Which is uh, interesting. <laughs> so, she sits you down at her work table. Uh, she has a plethora of parchment paper and uh, lots of ink. Yeah, she's basically rich. <laughs> she's like, hmm? she's expensive. The spellcasters can get good work. Fair enough. Anyways, um, yeah. Excuse me one second. And she disappears into a, like, a half room, and she pulls out a, sort of like a wicker crate, opens it up, and she pulls out a, probably the biggest book that you've seen the whole time that you've been researching. (laughs) I like big books, and I can't (laughs) Awful. So she looks uh, down at you with her beaked nose, and she... The book, it comes down on the table with a bit of a thud. There's a little bit of a shake to the wood of the whole floor. And the book's title reads, The Realms Encyclopedia and Almanac, Second Edition. Ooh. As approved uh, by the High Archmage. All right. All sorts of weird shit. Ready? I'm into it. (laughs) 
Woof. Okay, so you thumb open to the table of contents <laughs> yeah. without even asking her for permission to touch it because... No, I definitely go for it. Yeah. I, I assume her placing it down is... Sort of... Like, here, offering it I've had it, yeah. Uh, and the table of contents goes... One. Dwarves, economics, and the Western realm. Two. Elves, history, and the origins of art. Three. Halflings, agriculture, and the guiding elven hand. Four, humanity, the common tongue, and borders. Five, dragons, fact and myth, and the dragon empire. Six, gnomes, goblins, and other pests. Seven, arcane and divine, two limbs, one body. Eight, ruins, independent realms, and the underworld. Nine, monsters, and where to be wary of them. And it does actually mark uh, where... The almanac of calendars and maps is, uh, but if you thumb to the back, they've all been removed. Oh. Uh, I guess I'm not getting any of that. Hmm? I say to her. Look, don't worry about that. Okay. Um, do you have a suggestion of where to start? I'm actually curious to see which one you would pick first. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the list. I want to go, I want to go to Elves. Elves, history, and origins of art. Okay. So, basically, to summarize and not just spout lore for an hour. Um, <laughs> Which you could do. I could do. Honestly, go into it. Honestly, let's, this is the Maybe podcast. Maybe a bonus episode. <laughs> this is the podcast lore. <laughs> Honestly, um, I'd be down for a bonus episode where you just say all of the lore you prepared for all of those chapters. Only mm. if we can sit here and comment, comment on, on it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll hmm. think about it. Okay. Give me elves. Basically, to preface it, uh, the preface is like, well, once the realm was ruled absolutely by dragons, then the elves came and they <laughs> warred against the dragons across the entire continent for centuries. Good. What happened next uh, is the dragons moved north. They all hold up in the northeast. Uh, and they and the actually humans, mostly, who were loyal to them, uh, they dug their heels in. Uh, they built massive walls with magic. Uh, and then they've been hiding behind those walls uh, ever since. All of the dragons in the world now exist in one portion of the continent. Um, and I could see that if there was a map. Yep. <laughs> Uh, elves, uh, then were all over the continent, and then, uh, they immediately, for reasons that humans don't understand, started warring with each other. Uh, and that war then went on for centuries. <laughs> a while. A couple minutes, one might say. So. To elves, maybe a generation. <laughs> oh, you know, a couple days. <laughs> all along. Are you get a new map? Basically. Uh, here's where all the dragons are, up here in the northeast. This is great audio. It's great. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and then, essentially, elves were everywhere. Uh, and then, after the war, all of the elves congregated towards the center of the continent, uh, and mostly, basically existing sort of like as a bridge between these lakes and waterways that connect to the basically the eastern coastline, mm -hmm. uh, and connect to sort of like the large inner sea. 
and so through in like these massive forests uh elves exist of the high and the wood variety is what people know and the that high elves. all along the waters here and all along the waters here and possibly in the ocean too there are sea elves yes in the north there's dragons and then in the center of the continent there where the elves live between the two main bodies of water Aren't we, like, here, right below the wild? You guys are in the wild. Oh, okay. In that little spot. Oh, there's a star. A very small star. <laughs> so that little small star is where you guys are. Yeah, so we're in... You are here, it are, says. Yeah, is the center of the elven lands. Basically, this whole area is full of woods, full of elves and fae that don't leave the woods. There's this anomaly between the elven sea and the woods, a little swamp full of... Strange elves that act very human Mm -hmm. that people know about, but uh, they don't actually get mentioned in the encyclopedia much. They are like a footnote on a footnote on a footnote. (laughs) Uh, And that, yeah, mostly on islands and in forests, elves exist. And that they They have holed up in there and defended themselves from humans, but have never bothered to expand ever since. All right. What about the origins of art? Uh, The origins of art, essentially, is that after two extremely long wars, elf art was all over the world, and essentially, elves are assumed to have basically inspired every modern art movement that exists. Oh, (laughs) we did it. Did an elf write this book? (laughs) Uh, No, it's absolute. According to the the names in the book, there is a, a long list of names, and they all have more than two thirds of them all also have wizarding titles next to them like red wizard or arch wizard of this uh, academy so this is like i was gonna say yeah this is like a wizard college thesis <laughs> I see. um and basically sort of like there is a lot of questions about what was the reason for the elves warring with each other why do the elves practice isolationism uh um are we all is all of history essentially controlled by the elves <laughs> <laughs> there's a yeah there's a small section on the conspiracy theory of elves controlling everything secretly <laughs> yep sounds right Illuminelfi. <laughs> <laughs> thanks <I hate> <laughs> you're welcome and yeah that's what that section is that's interesting because uh, this is all surface history mm-hmm. yes the, I, you find a subsection that is like uh elf raiders mm-hmm. i get it it's like uh, this elf is an eight out of ten Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> R-A-I-D. I know. I was making I know. a joke. <laughs> Barbaric elves marked with a paleness of skin often come at night and attack human settlements. Their origins are confusing. Communication with elven nations have not illuminated this issue at all. And they are disturbing, but do not tend to attack cities. Um, I... So that's drought, right? Yeah. I was going to say, why do you need my information if there's a, you know, a subsection right here on on drow? But it's like a paragraph long, and half of it is about how terrible we are, so I get it. <laughs> Literally all we know about you is that you come up and attack us. Yeah. And now I know one in a friendly, talking-to-each-other manner, and I want to know more. So am I... Am Can I the you only... show me... <laughs> Am I the only... Have you ever known another drow? No. Of course not. Well, I don't I don't know if there's, you know, uh, others like me, I guess. I mean, looking at the way that you 
I don't know, I'm just devouring even the table of contents. I'm guessing that you don't know... Milto looks up from eating the book. ...a lot <laughs> of what's going on up here. Well, uh, to, to tell you the truth, what I knew of the surface was it was a place we would go to attack frequently, and that was it. I mean, that explains it, so, I suppose. So we have similar knowledge of each other. <sighs> okay. We're going to be here a while. Essentially, uh, she's going to let you scribe as much as you want from the book. I do not want to do any more lore dumps right now. Not right now. Uh, and uh, she is going to now essentially interview you for as much information as you're willing to give mm. for the rest of the day. Like, okay. she's trying to... She wants half and half. She wants to give as much as she gets. So she mostly... The law of equivalent exchange. So I do spend, like, eight hours... <laughs> Taking notes from well, this I mean, book. Carousing will mostly happen at night, so you can probably do this during like the morning afternoon. No, we take the whole fucking day. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that she is. Um, she dreads the possibility of something happening. Like, okay, and you are going to scribe from my book for eight hours, and then I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and you're going to leave. Right. So essentially, she She's stops it up. you and she breaks it up so that she can get as much out of you. Okay. Um, do we want to take this opportunity to do a little bit of nil tell lore? Yeah, I think you can take charge of it. <gasps> okay, yeah. Well, I'm just going to say the part... Molly that's... doesn't even know about Nilsel or Kalina literally has not told me. I'm going to say the part that's relevant to the uh, conversation that Niltel and Cypress had a few days ago. Okay. So, when I was born, I... This is... <laughs> this is something that is common for me, which I have recently learned is not common on the surface. Basically... Um, I was raised in a sort of nursery of a bunch of other drow that were not related to me. Is this homestuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was not raised by the people who gave birth to me. I've never met them. I don't know anything about them. That doesn't bother me. Um, <laughs> and growing up, we were rewarded for being clever in, you know, any way possible. Outsmarting other kids, hurting Outsmarting other kids. hurting them. I was going to originally say that that didn't seem different from how I grew up. Um, Did you grow up around people you weren't related to? Um, no, but uh, this is a little different from the rest of the surface, but um, in the south, in Arkaneld, where I come from, we, uh, you spend most of the week, at least half of it, uh, away from your family uh, and in, in the education system. I see. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get into it, but basically, um, sort of like a, a, a motto, uh, a saying from my country is uh, knowledge is power. So we spend most of our time studying, but you say you hurt other kids? Um... Yeah, if it if it gets you ahead. Yeah, I would just want to say here that nothing that I write is going. I'm not. Nothing about this interview is ever going to be like a judgment against you. So you can feel free to be perfectly candid with me. Okay. Um. Yeah, and that's that's what got me into the um, religious program. Was you know being clever. Uh, like Coralon. Uh, <laughs> like Coraline's little fighters. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Boy Scouts. I know, <laughs> like a fucking youth group. Uh, 
No, no, like... Summer Bible camp. <laughs> Vacation Bible camp. You know, like my... Being a cleric. Not like a little camp or whatever. Right, okay, I get it. They, you started as an acolyte when you were young. Mm-hmm. And they decided to make you an acolyte from your expertise in hurting people? Um, sort of. Yeah, I was... I, I just knew my way around, and I was the kind of person they liked to pick for their program. Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, I kind of grew up in the temple, doing work for Lolf. Uh, Lolf? Lolf? Lolf, right? Lolf, yes. L-O-L-T-H? Well, I don't know why you're having such a hard time with this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking get him, Nelson. <laughs> Who who's Lolf? It was they were they your who's superior? Lolf? Were were they your superior Lolf in the is, church? That's my god. There aren't any elven gods by the name of Lolf in at least in uh, my reckoning. I mean, we know about the temples and the pantheon of elven gods, but I've never heard of a Lolf. No, Lolf is the Lolf is basically your Coralon. Huh? You know, you have your your god that's kind of like... I, mean, I don't worship the elven gods, but... Well, yes, but the surface god that's like, oh, I'm the elf guy who loves light and love or whatever. Right, and okay, I get it. So she's is the, you know, the god. underdark god, and she's... Underdark? Yeah. Well, um, the city I'm from is Riflaren. Okay, I'm gonna need some help spelling that one. Okay. <laughs> We do that. R. <laughs> I. No. No. Okay, I already <laughs> fucked up. Okay, so Lolf. I got, got it. Yeah, there's... You don't know about Lolf? Do you want to spend some time with the encyclopedia while I... I mean, the Death God knew about Lolf. Yes, those people knew about Lolf. Um, yeah, but I think I think it's a little shocking to Niltel... Because um, as far as he knows, like, he hasn't been talking about Lolf because he knows surface people are weird about it. Mm-hmm. But as far as he knows, like, people Lolf know. is in- incredibly powerful and everyone is, like, really into her. Not, like, really into her and not here anyway. Yeah. But, like, everyone at least knows about her. <laughs> you managed <laughs> Don't to... you know who I am? <laughs> basically. You managed to reveal the Lolf thing to the one person who would know about it, basically, is what you've done so far. <laughs> the one person who wouldn't know about it? Who, who would, would know about it. Oh, Yeah. So, Niltel's just like, what the fuck? Like, as far as I know, she's, you know, super powerful and everyone is at least in awe of her power, if not, like, mm-hmm. worshipping her. Yeah. So, I think uh, you, like, break for a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, and when you do come back, uh, she's like, okay, I have a couple of questions. I'm gonna ask all of them at once. It's <laughs> only three. It's only three. That's not uh, a couple. And then you can answer them in whatever order you choose. Um... Firstly, uh, is everyone in the clergy chosen the way you are? Secondly, by Underdark you mean the Underworld, these in like tunnels and stuff? Yeah, the Underdark. It's it's our... It's dark and it's under everything. I don't yeah. know what you're having trouble with. <laughs> our, our, you know, continent or whatever that's below the surface. Um, a continent? Yeah, the whole... It's it's like a country, but some of... There's a little bit of factioning. Um... I think my new third question... <laughs> now there's four questions. <laughs> and this one comes with a, a disclaimer of... Uh, we knew that um, while the concept of the 
the the elf barbarian would come out of tunnels and caves, and that they were sort of uh, they were sort of considered cavemen types. Uh, I'm sorry, that doesn't make any sense to you, but <laughs> but you're saying it's like a, a expansive down there, like a continent oh, is what you're oh, saying. Oh yeah, I'm the city I'm from. Uh, I mean. Hebrook's nice, I guess, but this is <laughs> this is basically a collection of dwellings compared to where I'm from. Like a neighborhood. Right. So the whole entire city is underground. More than one. How... I mean, you might not know, but how do you know how it was built? How did they hollow out that much of the earth? It was there. It was just there. Um, She's losing her fucking Right, what mind. were the first questions? Uh, um, was everyone in the clergy picked the way you were? Oh, um, most most everyone was was kind of selected by, you know, the priestesses for for training as children. Mm-hmm. I, although I'm sure a few people were selected by Lolf herself. So they so so the priestesses handle the selecting of new priests and priestesses. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Niltel looks a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, do you want to make a deception check? Um, sure. Are you trying to lie or trying to figure out if she's being weird? He's not trying to hide anything, I guess. He's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> and the other question? Or did I answer it? Um, hey, how about you just tell me a little more about Lolf? You've had a religious education. Can you share some of that with me? Right, um... So Lolth is our god, and she is all-powerful. <laughs> She's almighty and powerful gods. <laughs> and um, She's my favorite. You know, she provides for us, and we have to do our best to, to give that in kind. Except for, you know, the people who are raised by Lolth, like me. We kind of are able to get by on her, her grace and, <laughs> but everyone else, everyone else is basically must give, give back. All right. So it's a church government? Sort of. I mean, we've got the, the yeah. The matron mother. The matron mother. <laughs> Sean can say more than I can. Sorry. <laughs> I, I want it to be you. Yeah. The matron mother, she is, she is not necessarily the like top person in the church, but she is connected to Lolf. And she is the, you know, the ruler of whatever city or, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get back to the encyclopedia. I have to collect myself again. She okay. needs to sit there and be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> can we just extrapolate the rest? Or we do we can. want more Niltel lore? No, I think we can extrapolate. Give me the rest. fucking book notes. <laughs> That fucking novella. I do have like a little like please. Like, I don't page know a too long story, but it's top secret. Yeah, Cypress <laughs> will find out when Niltel tells Cypress. What about Molly? <laughs> Molly will find out when Niltel tells Cypress. <laughs> I hate it. Wait, is that the end of the episode? Yes. Oh, oops. Okay, now we're both carousing. All right. I well. Okay. Should, should we take a break? Yeah, before we carouse, we should take a break. Okay. You should always take breaks before you carouse. Oh. Can I see that, though? You can see it, can't you? I just want to touch it and look at it closer. Can I show you something, actually? 
I'm not doing good at this whole audio bit by bringing in the visual reference. I just want to look we'll, at it. We'll post a picture on Twitter. Okay. 